You're listening to The Former Bride, Tales from Beyond the Altar, with your host, Mike Sawpaul. On this week's episode, The Honeymoon and Life After the Wedding. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for the last episode of The Former Bride, Tales from Beyond the Altar, the Marissa Osiello story. Ooh, tangible. I love it. (laughs) Marissa, we've covered it all. We've talked about the venue and the Pinterest and the families and the everything. It's come and gone. Right. Let's talk a little bit about the honeymoon and life after the wedding, shall we? Absolutely. So tell us about your honeymoon and your planning process. Sure. Um, So we went to Anguilla. We stayed at the Viceroy. Um, We picked said place because we had already been to Europe together. Mm -hmm. And I know myself that if we went anywhere else in Europe or somewhere like that, I know I'd feel compelled to go see and do everything. Mm -hmm. So the only way that I would sit still is on an island. Um, or, you know, somewhere tropical like that. Yep. So that actually was a little foreign to me. And we were planning the wedding. So for the first time ever, I decided to use a travel agent. So that's what we did. They kind of helped us put, point us in that direction. Um, and it was really fun. We we really maximized our experience by during my shower time, we did one of those honey funds, but not the traditional one where it's like just plug in money. Yeah. We like created this like ambiance experience for each thing. So people thought, they did, but I really painted a picture of, you know, dolphin swimming followed by a lunch on the private island and people like loved buying us these things. Right. So it was great. So we're thinking about doing that. It's really nice. And it was, we used Wanderlust. Okay. I'll send you the link. Yeah, but I didn't, so tell people, because I didn't know anything about oh, it. Oh, it's great. So let's assume that the listener goes, what is that? Yes. Tell us. Okay. So when you're having a bridal shower and you're registering at Bloomingdale's, which is also I recommend um, an alternative to these things because a most of us already live together nowadays. Not assuming, but so you have a lot of things, or you already have your own apartment, and nobody's ordering China anymore. So if it's on your registry, take it off. I don't even have a registry. Great. Yeah. Um, so to replace that, people need other gifting items. So this honeymoon registry came about. So a couple years back, it started as the Honey Fund, where mm-hmm. it would just be like put money into this account it's for a honeymoon, which was a great idea but still kind of just essentially asking for money, which yep. feels some type of way for some people. Right. Um, so now they've taken it a next step up where you can um, articulate activities that you want people to give to you. Mm. So like I said, the dolphin swimming, cooking class, the honeymoon suite, your flights, I mean everything, and people love it. Yeah, and not one guest is on the hook for, say, a $600 flight. No. You can break it up into, you know, X amount of payments of this amount, right? Exactly. So you could break it up, obviously give some price variety in your offerings. Right. Um, So that was fun. And again, a way to thank people and circle back is like, you know, sending them a picture while you're out there doing that. Like they just, it was, it was really nice. Um, Do you get a list of who like, you know, Aunt Mimi gave me the dolphins or whatever? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was awesome. That's a great idea. Um, We enjoyed it. I guess like one tip there was, I felt compelled to splurge on like the nicest room they had and mm-hmm. we Spent no wildly time in it. overspent yeah. and you're not, I mean, you're out enjoying these beautiful places that you book. Right. Um, and also if you're booking a nice hotel, just know that most of the rooms are stunning. So you don't need the penthouse right. with the private, I mean, just take it down a notch yeah, and yeah. spend those money, spend that money on activities and experiences. Right. Yeah, that's I, I I love this idea of the honeymoon thing. Yeah, and again, the older generations in our families are going. No, that's tacky. And I'm like, 
I don't need like a, a, a blender. I know. What am I doing with a blender? I know. If you, you know? present them this new age one where yeah. they're gifting you experiences, not just giving you money, mm. I think they might come around to it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that idea. So um, let me ask you this. Let me transition here because on the very first episode of this, uh, some 10 years ago at this point, mm-hmm. I think we started, um, I asked you, tell us about the love story. Tell us about the uh, the lead up to the wedding. How did you, and it, yeah, yeah. it was very romantic, if oh, I recall. I'm, sh- I'm sure. MC Hammer yeah. gets Chinese oh, takeout. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, tell us about the love story now. Tell us after the wedding sort of what a bride can expect. Sure. Um, I mean, obviously the whole house buying thing and moving in thing Mm -hmm. is different for everybody. So I have friends that are super traditional and are saving all of that for literally the day after the wedding. Like during the engagement, they're just buying the house together and it's sitting there waiting for them to leave their parents home when they get married. So that's still, that's like a big thing. And I think for those couples, the next couple of years are just going to get used to living together. I mean, that's a that's a big thing. Right. Um, for uh, Greg and I, we were already living together. So um, we then bought our first townhouse. Mm-hmm. So we became homeowners. So that was that. And then a year after that, we wanted a dog. So we got a dog. And now we're just enjoying traveling together and creating like your own traditions, right? So even if you don't have kids, I think it's fun as a couple when the holidays come, just forming things that are feel right to the two of you right. as this modern day new age family. Look at that. Yeah. Nice. Was it uh, what you expected? Yeah. I mean, we seamlessly live together. And again, I promote that. I feel like talk about as much as, as much stuff in advance as you can. Don't leave the, are we going to have kids talk? Don't leave the, how are we going to raise them religion wise talk? Just don't leave that stuff. That's not smart. Yeah. Talk about it before the engagement, actually. Right, right, right. Um, and even during the engagement, I mean, this is this is a wedding show, so I shouldn't be saying it. But honestly, if something doesn't feel right, don't proceed with the wedding. Yeah. Talk about these things. But but definitely don't break your entertainment contract. Oh, no. It's it's written. It's, right. Yeah. That's have the bl- party, just not a wedding. Right. Just have the party. No, but you should be sure what you're you going through. You should be sure. Right? Yeah. Be open. Talk about it. Yeah. Just do it. Look, this has been great. I'm so happy you think so. Well, it's been great for me, Marissa, so we're going to talk about why it hasn't been great for you. Um, I'm glad I delivered. Where can people find you? Oh, in in life. (laughs) Um. Sorry, most people are here plugging something. They give like a, Um, you know. I think Instagram is the only pluggable thing that I I, I own, and I think it's at Marissa Osiello. You think she thinks. It's really straightforward. It's my name. What's the website where people can find us? Um, Elegantmusicgroup.com slash. Yep. The former bride. That's it. And we're going to look at all of the great topics that we talked about. It took me 10 episodes, but but I've aced it. it. You got it. Yeah. Marissa Osiello, thank you so much. Um, For all of our listeners, we do hope that you enjoyed listening. Yes. Um, And uh, I will see you back here real soon. Thank you so much. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.